listening to the Phenomenal Forum on WCWPSports.org and iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. Joining me as always to my right, it's Andrew Servideo. Across the table, the big homie, Mark Sanger. And directly to my left, the modern-day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski. Guys, we have so much to get into this week. One of the biggest weeks in wrestling history. <laughs> you think so? No, absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, you built that up. I was like... I was like, where's he going with yeah, this? Yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> I was confused. wondering. <laughs> yeah, so another week of lackluster Raw. Yep. Very lackluster. Good SmackDown. Very good SmackDown. And we just come out of that Tuesday saying, why don't we get this every night? And it was, and it was this week that apparently... Like an hour before Raw, Vince McMahon just rewrote a majority of the script. Yeah. Huh. Did you guys hear I that? Didn't, I didn't I did see not that. Hear that. I saw that. That's ridiculous. Apparently, because the show was in Texas, and he thought that everybody would be bummed out about the passing of former President George Bush, he said, I want to make a lighthearted show, and I'm just going to rewrite it, and we'll see what happens. Wow. At 8 o'clock on, live on the USA Network. Honestly, it's probably better that he did. Yeah. Because there were some positive outcomes from Raw. But, again, still very lackluster. Well, normally that'd be like a crazy idea. Like, he rewrote, he rewrote the show right beforehand. Like, the way Raw is going right now, yeah, try something it, new. Yeah. Couldn't Th- hurt. Do Wing something it. different, exactly. Wing it, dude. As, you know, whether this was a good Raw or not, which it, was, it wasn't. Yeah, you can't get much worse from where you've been. You, you'll stay low. You can't get any lower. Yeah. And I think one of the big reasons for that is Raw was bookended by the uh, you know one of the biggest stories on Raw. Ronda Rousey, no issue being in that big story. But on the other end of that, we have Nia Jax and Tamina getting a, a lot of time on Monday Night Raw. I don't think anybody's too happy about that. Especially not myself. Not the biggest Nia Jax fan, as we all know. Yeah, it's like we talked about this. So many girls that like deserve that spot against Ronda and like to be showed off, like Bailey and Sasha. You guys see what Bailey and Sasha did this week again for the second week in a row? We had another open forum. Oh, another open God. forum where they had the plants in the in the audience to say like the weird line and Why, like it didn't work the first time. So they do it again. So they did it again. What's the definition and of insanity? And it was worse, I think. I think it was worse this week. Probably. Look, I'm telling you, they the WWE writers must be like, you know what, let's try and build make Raw so bad that Raw looks so I mean that SmackDown looks so good for when it comes to Fox. But they don't even have to do that because SmackDown looks good to begin with. I know! Yeah, SmackDown's I know. Really good. regardless. I, I just want to know what the creative like the head of all the writers is just like, oh yeah, this is good stuff. This is good stuff right here when it's the same baloney every week in and out yeah. and it stinks. It's garbage supreme. Like it's just I, can't I, I always it. wondered it's that. Jones like, meat who who approved this? Who looked at the script? And was like, yeah, this looks good. Let's do it. Like, I'm, uh. well, anyway, we'll get into that first segment. So Ronda and Natalia scheduled to take on Nia Jax and Tamina. That match never got started because the Riot Squad got involved. They put Natalia through a table. That sets up Ruby Riot versus Natalia in a tables match at TLC. This is like the first time in a while that we've seen a non-title women's match on the card. Sing- singles, singles match. yeah. Singles match, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because we've had the three-on-three. Yeah, I'm always. All for it. I'm all for the tables match, but I mean, again, it doesn't mean anything. So, like, what's the point? It's a grudge match. It's, it's probably a- It'll probably be whoever wins uh, fights Ronda Rousey after Nia Jax. 
It could be. My uh, biggest takeaway from this, last, like, I don't know, how many months, it was always Sasha and Bailey running out with Natalia. Now they just don't anymore. I know it's kayfabe, but it's like they're going in a different Whoa, direction. I, we don't know that word. Uh, no, fake word. Don't but worry about it. <laughs> they're, they're in their own storylines, whatever, but now they just they don't help her anymore when three girls run out and beat her up. Yeah, it was, I'm sure they will because they're not going to be on the card no, anyway. They're, too, so they might as well. they're too busy getting prepared for those forums, man. They the can't. forums, exactly. Yeah, yeah, they were practicing what they're going to, what kind of questions <laughs> are they going to throw at me, and what yeah. kind of awful responses they're going to say. Half those responses that they said sounded so corny and so cheesy. It was just, just let them say what they want to exactly. say. Exactly, it was just fixed to say like Raw oh. Tag Team uh, Women's Championships. Like, oh, we want to fight Trish and Lita at WrestleMania. Yeah, like this. Oh. And, you know, we'll get to Sasha, more Sasha and Bailey's, but Ronda and Natalia didn't get that tag match. It sets up Natalia versus Ruby Riot, which I'm all for. You got a nice grudge match. Send it. A much-needed stipulation. Yeah. That's that's why I'm at least, all right, this will be interesting. But otherwise, in the main event, three hours later, Ronda got a new tag team partner in Ember Moon to take on Nia Jax and Tamina. That I can get on board with. So can I, but I mean, I feel like if you they keep doing this week in and week out too, it's like, oh, someone's like, whether it's like a mystery person they're fighting or tagging with, everyone might think, oh, it, this could be like uh, someone from NXT, someone from the Indies, someone we don't even know about who we're excited to see something new. But again, Ember Moon. I mean, I'm not knocking the Ember Moon push. I, I love Ember Moon as much as the next person. But I mean, when you, I feel like when they keep doing this week in and week out, you're expecting someone, uh, someone to get your to hopes up. up. Yeah, getting your hopes up because like we saw it. Two weeks ago when Seth issued the open challenge and Dolph Ziggler walks out. We were like, oh. Seen their 30th match yeah, on we've TV seen, the Yeah, year. exactly. We've seen this a million times. Yeah. And now Ronda has this, oh, who's going to be Ronda's partner? I was like low-key kind of hoping it was kind of going to be Shayna Baszler or something like that, you know? But again, no, you bring out Ember Moon. And I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for Ember Moon. Don't get me wrong here. But, it's, again, we've seen it. I didn't expect you guys to be so down on that Ember Moon, Ember Moon involvement. I think, for me, that's the only thing that kept this story going. That's the only reason I'm not so against it, to get Ember Moon involved. She's been floundering on the Raw Women's Division since being called up after WrestleMania. This is really the first opportunity she's had at the top of the card. If she stays there, that remains to be seen. But you pair her with Ronda Rousey, and, you know, some of that star quality rubs off. I like Ember Moon for sure. I just agree with Chris in that... They should have just said, you know what, Ember Moon's going to replace her and be your tag team partner. They, they leave this like sense of mystery where they try to hype you up, and then this was a lot better than the Dolph Ziggler one. The Dolph Ziggler one I was really upset with. I, I thought it was going to be something like, really cool, like maybe Bray Wyatt returning, someone different coming back, and it was Dolph. And I was like, wow, that just took all the air out of my sail. I was really upset. Like, And that Dolph Ziggler coming out two weeks ago, you figure, all right, yeah, it's not great, but this is just the first one. We'll see some more open challenges down the line, and then the next week they scrapped it. Yeah, exactly. We didn't have another Seth Rollins open challenge. So then looking back on it, revisionist history, it's, oh, wow, Dolph Ziggler, that's all they gave us. I don't love it. Yep. So we'll move it on to Raw. The next segment we have everybody's favorite, the Lucha House Party, competing (laughs) under Lucha House Party rules. (laughs) They wrestled Scott Dawson. They beat Scott Dawson of the Revival three-on-one. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a heel tactic playing, like, used by the, the babyface. It's a handicap match. That's it, what Lucha House Party is. It makes no sense. And the funny thing about Lucha House Party is that's, like, the most babyface gimmick yeah. of all time that anybody could think of. You have these three guys. Very good in the ring. Kalisto, they're fun to watch. Graham Metalik and Lince Dorado. Like, Kalisto gets annoying, but Metalik and Dorado, they're great. 
you know, they'll they'll do whatever you need, but you put them and you put them with the revival who their whole gimmick is we don't like people who do these things. So instead of getting a real story, you could have some great two-on-two matches. Instead, we're getting the three-on-ones, the three-on-twos. And nobody's saying, like, if the Lucha, if the roles were reversed and it was three guys in the Revival against two Luchadors, they think, oh, you know, they had the upper hand, they had the numbers game, and they're cheating. But Lucha House Party, oh, they're just having fun. This is what they do. Chris, you're raising your hand. What's yeah, up? Yeah, I have a question. <laughs> now, since we keep seeing it a week, the past, what, three weeks, we've seen Lucha House rules versus the Revival. Do you think the Revival's getting, like, buried a little bit here? Because they keep, they keep. It looks listening. like it. it. They're not beating Lucha House Party. I granted, yeah, I know it is Lucha House rules, but I mean, they keep losing. I love how you just. Oh well, yeah, it is Lucha House rules. That's now <laughs> that a makes common, it, that, that makes it like, okay. Yeah, yeah, like, it's like a, an excuse. That's now a common thing. That, oh well, it was with Lucha House rules. But you're right because it is the three on one Lucha House rules. It's oh well, why? How would they beat them? How is Scott Dawson going to beat all three of these guys? How is Dash Wilder going to do the same thing? I think what it could potentially lead to, there's two there's two things I think it could lead to. One, absolutely nothing, and we just forget about this. <laughs> which, we'll probably... which is more than likely. But the other one, I think there's a possibility that this heats up a little bit and the Revival get a third man. Huh? And I think the absolute perfect third man for the Revival against... I think we're thinking the against same thing, Lucha yeah. House Party would be Drew Gulak of 205 Live. Oh, we were not thinking the same thing. <laughs> well, I know we weren't. <laughs> yeah, because Clem doesn't watch 205 no, Live. Not at all. He don't even know how to spell You should have been here last week, Mark. Matt was telling me about it. You ripped him apart. All right, what just went unheard is I said, yo, Clem, you don't even know how to spell Drew Gulak. He said, yeah, I do. G-U-A-L-K. Oh, L-A-K. L-A-K. Anyway, I'll get into why I think it should be Drew Gulak, but what are you thinking, Clem? I was thinking Bray Wyatt. Why? That's so random. That doesn't work. Doesn't oh, but Drew Gulak makes sense. It yeah, makes more if, sense because he's a no-fly zone guy. Drew Gulak has been parading around 205 Live for a year with wearing suits. He's changed it since then, but you know he's wearing his suits. He has his sign saying, oh, no-fly zone. Uh, nobody should go to the top rope. And the revival, no flips, just fists. That's what they're all about. It's perfect. It makes sense. It, it's absolutely perfect. Plus, you get those three guys. It's or, three on three. Or do you think maybe that, you know, since... You've been seeing his advertisement on uh, USA Network now. You think Lars Sullivan joins? No, because no. Lars Sullivan. I feel there's big plans for Lars Sullivan. Yeah, and this huge, is just a th- they're this building yeah. him up week after week well, after week. Oh with yeah, no, I understand. Just, I understand ridiculous. that, but I mean, they built up Oscar too, and look where she's at. I think I think they ha- they see a lot more star potential in Lars Sullivan than they do in Oscar. To be honest, I'll go the other direction. What you were saying, Matt. Would you be surprised if in, like, say, a handful of months, four or five months, the Revival were released from WWE? Yeah, I would be surprised. You'd be surprised? I, because I wouldn't be. I feel like they're on this direction where it's just, where are they going? And like, that's that's fair, and I I don't blame you for saying that, but the Revival are two of those guys you know, from the forefront of NXT when it, everything started clicking and everything started going well. Those are Triple H's guys. And if Triple H has anything to say with it, which he obviously does, Yeah. Two, two guys like that, unless they ask to be released, they're not going anywhere. I think they were looked at like really highly, then they start getting hurt a lot. Now, I don't know. That, that, was, quick, that was right. The two quick injuries, one after the other, when they came up. It definitely did. I'd like to see maybe this addition of a, a potentially that could help adding them. Drew Gulak could a third add, person could add, help. add that. 
put them on the right track. The, the reason that this Lucha, Lucha House Party rules exist is because nobody's beating AOP. Mm-hmm. Nobody in their right mind has any potential to beat AOP on the Raw roster. Not the way the Raw Tag Division stands currently. Correct. So, have them do three-on-two with AOP. Lucha House Party rules. Right. That's the way they're going to beat them eventually. I don't think Down so. the line. I, I mean, mean, who's going to beat AOP? I think, Nobody. I think that AOP are going to hold those titles for a while. Long time. Because... There isn't anybody on the Raw roster who's going to beat AOP in a tag match. Not as Ever. currently assembled. Nope. That's why they're doing the Lucha House Party rules. They're like, oh, remember, the Lucha House Party rules exist because they're 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 three on two. They can yeah. do it. They're allowed to. Yeah, but I still don't think three on two that the Lucha House Party beats AOP in a tag match. I don't think that happens. Oh, God, you, you never know, honestly. With this, with this, with <laughs> Raw how it is and in the, vision, the tag division how it is, I would not be surprised and I would not hold it against... Anybody in the creative department to do that? <laughs> we need a shakeup so badly. You know, yeah, they, they got to hire us to write. They got to. That's what they have to do. We need some tag division call-ups from NXT. Is what we need yeah. because the Raw tag division is looking weak. There or, is nobody just, on Raw that well, can be uh, AOP. I was gonna say, other than Undisputed Era, who do you think would get called up then next? Because obviously, uh, Undisputed Era deserves the it. The Mighty. TM61. Yeah, so TM61, they're not going to beat AOP either. It's not going to They've matter. had good matches. They've had believable matches had with gr- Authors of Pain. Sure. They had great matches with Authors of Pain. But it's another tag team that you could add to Raw. It's another tag team that you can add to Raw. I like those guys more than the next, but it is another tag team that you can add to Raw and put them in the same category as the Revival as a, oh, remember when they were down in NXT? Remember those matches they put on? Well, we're going to put them in this nonsense Feud here <laughs> with Lucha, with House, Lucha Party. House Party, so I don't think it. Ugh. I don't think it matters. Then they just get rid of Lucha House Party. Just keep on the cruiserweight division. I don't. I, I don't you know. Oh no! I why but, like, why include? Are they them on both? Do, do the three of them go on two or five? Not anymore. Both? Not anymore. Okay. Since, they've, since they've been on Raw, they've been solely on Raw, which that it, I don't have an issue with. I don't have a problem with them coming to Raw. I obviously I'm, I'm a big fan of the cruiserweights. Get them more airtime. Put them on Raw, but. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. This somebody backstage just th- probably thinks this is really funny. This <laughs> <laughs> is a joke. And you know it's what? Probably Vince. It's Preston probably not a exactly. joke. Here to it us. is probably Vince McMahon. He's yucking it up back there. Thing. And then there was there's <laughs> so, the article yeah. that Kalisto had talked to Vince McMahon once after, you know, they just brought out the pinata with them once on 205 Live, and Vince talked to him and said, "Oh, you know, it would be funny if we hung that from the ring. You know, we hung that." Uh, outside the ring, and we had a ladder match, and the titles were in the pinata like money in the bank. Ha 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 ha. Guess what? I'm not putting that past anybody to see <laughs> It'll that. Probably see, like, I honestly like that. That's pretty cool. Like that's pretty funny to me. Like you know. Well, if that's the whole point. Yeah, that's funny. That's, that's, that's funny. This, that's enjoyable. That's why this is a thing. Like that's why this is going on. It's because like imagine just like a bunch of dudes standing on ladders trying to beat down the spinata with kendo sticks, and the thing just like collapses. <laughs> yeah, but then w- there's so much room for error <laughs> in a match the, like that's that. What I'm saying. If you know whoever's supposed to win, you know the other team is up top, and one guy hits it a little too hard, it happens <laughs> to break, and then the titles are just on the floor, and everyone's looking Hilarious. at him like, oh, and, what and, you're, and you're dealing with a guy with Kalisto who's been known for botches, and yeah, it's, it's, yeah, but he's good in ladder matches. He's he is good. He's really good. But he beat uh, Braun Strowman once. He did beat Braun Strowman. <laughs> that was true. What was that? <laughs> like a, the garbage a gar- dumpster, a dumpster, dumpster match. match. <laughs> uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. Kalisto has had a rough hand. Yeah. And it made a rough hand. <laughs> Nonetheless, well, um, before we go to break, one more thing I'd like to talk about. A you know, a somewhat more of a captivating angle here on Monday Night Raw. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre have officially split 
babyface Dolph Ziggler is back, and he's the first to pin Drew McIntyre since he's been back on the main roster with an assist from Finn Balor. I was surprised when I heard that. I didn't know that was the first time he was pinned. It makes sense, but I was I was surprised. That's the first time he's been pinned on the main roster? Yeah. Since coming back. That's crazy. I, never, I didn't even know that. And I wouldn't doubt that the only other time he was pinned since coming back to WWE as a whole was when he dropped the NXT title to CN last, this time last year. Really? So he's probably only lost cleanly once. I mean, and this season isn't even a clean loss. Finn got involved. He gave him the missile dropkick. But now we have... Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. We have Drew McIntyre and Finn Balor. We got a lot going on. They're hyping up Drew. Oh, he'll be Universal Champion in the next six months. For sure, yeah. Six months? I think, if you, I'll, I'll give you my way too early prediction right now. I think he wins the Royal Rumble and beats Brock Lesnar. McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. No. Really? 100%. That's 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 a strong, that's a that's a hmm. hot take. I it's, That's where I think this is going. You said last week that the Miz was going to win. Well, it depends on if it's Raw no, or Smack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it depends. Sure. All right. I'll, I'll take it. Because either way, one of those... Yeah, so I think that the main events of WrestleMania will be Brock Lesnar defending the title against Drew McIntyre, Daniel Bryan defending the title against The Miz. One of those two people wins the Rumble. Whoever doesn't, you can still build that match. So do that's you, where I'm getting. Do you want McIntyre as a heel or as a babyface against Brock Lesnar? I think by default he will be a babyface, whether they want him to be or not. Just being they're going to root for him. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I I feel that Drew McIntyre is the most interesting if he's almost just like an anti-hero. Like a couple months ago, when they when he was talking, I guess he was talking about Braun Strowman. He said he was going monster hunting, and then he walked off camera. That's the only guy currently signed to WWE who could say something like that about Braun Strowman and, and, not be ridiculous. and, I, and I'm at home being like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> right. It's true. Anybody yeah, no else doubt. says that, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's true. I, I agree. I, I, think, I, like that. I think he's knocked it out of the park since he's been back. And yeah, I think he goes over Brock at WrestleMania. I think that's the move. That, that, that's, that should be the move. Anyway, we'll get into the rest of Raw and the rest of this week in wrestling. In just a moment, but first we're going to step aside for a quick break. You're listening to the Phenomena Forum here on mywcwp.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Phenomenal Forum here on mywcwp.org. Matt Weinstein, Andrew Stravideo, the big homie, Mark Sanger, as well as the modern-day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski. We're all here with you for another installment Moving on, the rest of Raw, Bobby Lashley and Elias, their feud heating up. Elias has quickly become the biggest babyface in the company, right? Yes. Yeah, since Roman went down. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully and we see a, bu- a big push for him. Really hope so. It'll be interesting to see what happens after this whole feud with all these guys involved. Obviously, you got Lashley versus Elias at TLC. You got Finn Bauer versus Drew McIntyre at TLC. And then you throw Baron Corbin into the mix there. You have, it's been like a lot of three-on-two stuff. Dolph Ziggler now, a babyface, could fill that sixth spot. So after TLC, I wouldn't be surprised to see some three-on-threes with Lashley, McIntyre, and Corbin taking on Balor, Elias, and Dolph Ziggler. But where do you see these guys going after that? Well, first, we'll get those six-man tag matches for about two months. Like, <laughs> for sure. Like you were, like you were alluding to. And then eventually, like when it feels like really, really stale, then uh, 
they'll just throw something else at us. I wouldn't be surprised to see that. So TLC is next Sunday. So there's one more Raw before that. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see that six-man tag for the first time the day after TLC. And then I guess I want to call it six Raws from then until the Royal Rumble. Rumble. I'd say we get get that match again on about four of them. Yeah, that's realistic. And then I think I think we'll get that this feud between these six guys till the Rumble, and then I don't know. We'll see if McIntyre is involved in the Universal Title picture, if it's Finn Balor, if it's Lashley, yeah, well, those, whoever. Those it are is. the guys that you could see winning the Royal Rumble. So those are the guys that you could put in those matches. You know, saying like, "Oh, here's a for the number thirty for the not for the number thirty for the number one spot. Loser uh, has to be number one, and then like." Something yeah, like that. that's true. Yeah, and then it's someone like Finn Balor or Ziggler, Balor, yeah. a, a workhorse who's yeah. going to be in the match for 45 minutes, something Definitely. like that. And, you know, believably, this is the main card. This is the top of the card on Raw. These six guys, you add in Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and obviously Brock and Braun, but otherwise, this is it. Yeah. So this is who it, whoever's going to be in that universal title match at Mania, which I get, well, no, we'll get most likely Brock Braun at the Rumble, but until then, you have that match, then Mania is going to be the next Universal title match. It's going to be some combination of these guys. Can I give you my uh, WrestleMania prediction? We're going to wait till later. I bet you can. Go for it. All right, Monday Night Raw. I'm going to go a fatal four-way. It's going to be Seth, Brock, Drew, and Braun for the Universal title. Really? Yeah. Okay. Then we'll go over to SmackDown. I have John. Well, we're, not even at, we're not even at SmackDown. All right, no, All right we'll, we'll slow it down. kind of did it. So I kind of did it. Because I, I said kind of both. Go for it. He did. We're going to have John Cena come back. He's going to win the Rumble and challenge Daniel Bryan. Wow. Does it work? I don't know. <laughs> no. Stay tuned to find out. <laughs> Maybe. We'll no, see. No, yeah. if they really wanted to have a great SmackDown WrestleMania for the title, it would be Daniel Bryan versus AJ versus The Miz. Triple threat? I think Triple we're going to get I like that. I think that we're going to get, we might get that at the Rumble. Yeah. I love no, John Cena. I see Cena. The Miz winning the Rumble, too. Yeah, we he get could to be in the to, rumble. Back to hold on. I gotta get back to Mark here. Yeah, let's do it. Cena versus Daniel Bryan. Immediately, you talk, get two guys like, man, no. I think that's the greatest idea. I would love it ever. I uh, love it too. <laughs> I don't want. I, I don't want them to ruin this Miz Daniel Bryan storyline. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't on. think that it happens. It is so but strong. I think it is such a good storyline that has been building for over two years. And it could wrap over at the, eight years. It could wrap well, at the rumble. Saying, like two, like for. It could wrap at the rumble. It could. It like, definitely they, could. They're not going to wrap that storyline at the Rumble. It's a big four. They could they do could. it. That's a, that's a it's, WrestleMania it's, feud. It's not a throwaway pay-per-view. I mean, they, they could. Uh, I don't know. Look, <laughs> Mark, you're making me upset, dude. Look, I want to see Daniel Bryan versus The Miz at Mania more than any of you, and I know that for a what fact. If we get, what if we get Cena versus Lesnar at, the, at Mania? Yeah, that I don't care about. See, that you know, he could go and challenge Lesnar. You know what would be cool? I feel there's too many guys on Raw that like, have to Ooh. be involved with that with Drew and Seth. Mine just exploded thinking of this. <laughs> um, okay, we saw it happen at the – wait, what was it? What was the big SmackDown thing? 1,000? 1,000. We saw Batista come out. Batista comes out at the Royal Rumble. He's going to fight Triple wins H. The, wins Triple the H Rumble hurt. and then dominates Lesnar at WrestleMania. Everyone would I wouldn't hate, doubt it, everyone but like, hate he's that, fighting Triple right? H at WrestleMania. I, well, if, Triple, Triple H, H is injured, that's why I thought oh, of this. Yeah, he's going to be out of Mania, right? That's why I thought of that. I was oh. like, see, mind exploded. See, now, but here's so. your issue with putting the title on 
of returning Batista against Brock. The issue with Brock is who can beat Brock? Nobody can beat Brock. Batista can. Okay, but then your issue is who is going to beat Batista? Nobody can beat Batista. And we have Braun the Strowman. Braun Strowman would beat Batista. Sa- Drew okay. McIntyre would beat Batista. I, Drew, Mac- Drew McIntyre could beat All right. Batista. All right. That's Another thing uh, with my guy, yeah, John Cena. I think Finn Cena. Balor could beat Batista. Yeah, Finn Balor too. What the heck? Anybody could beat Batista. He's Batista. <laughs> you guys when has ra- Batista been such a such a god in wrestling? If he comes... For, all right, you obviously like have watched enough Batista, but <laughs> if he comes back and beats Brock Lesnar, what I'm saying is that he then becomes that. Drax. No. You're out of your mind. He could beat him on. Un- he could beat him like Dude, with disqualification, <laughs> like hit him. It's more about John Cena. not looking, you know, stuff like that. Stop it. Mark wants to talk about John Cena, and I want to let Mark talk <laughs> about John Cena. All right, so there's some rumors that he's going to come back, right? Like he's going to get booked in uh, the next couple weeks. I have not heard these rumors. I haven't either. Really? I heard he's going to come back. He's already, he has like a set date that he's going to have. What's a your s- source? Which source? I saw it on Twitter. I could be wrong. Oh, okay. uh, I could have tweeted Twitter's, that. Twitter's hard. The other day I saw anyway. that John Cena is supposed to be coming back, and if I'm not mistaken, he's tied right now with Ric Flair, right? Yeah, 16. He beats Daniel Bryan on the grandest stage. Or Lesnar. Or number 17. Or Lesnar. Uh, did that, what, two years ago, though? That was Rumble 17. He beat AJ. Give me Cena Lesnar. I'll take Cena Lesnar. What's the matter with you? Because honestly, he'll be on Raw. That's probably not a fun match, though. That's awful. Give me, I hate that. Give me, what, give me, what, give me Balor What Lesnar, Lesnar match has been for the title and has been fun to watch? Uh, in the past oh, year. For, for, the for, I was going to say, AJ, AJ Dale Bryan. For the title. Uh, the Fatal 4-Way from when, last SummerSlam. Two SummerSlam. The triple threat Slam match at Royal Rumble with Seth and Cena was really fun. I liked it. Well, that was... Was, yeah, yeah, we're going way back. WWE title. Yeah, I would, uh, but uh, both of those matches we brought up feed into Andrew's point. Those are multi man matches. Yeah. Cena and Rollins carried, or Roman Strowman and Samoa Joe carried. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm as sick of Brock Lesnar's singles matches for the title as the next guy. But Literally anybody other than Brock we'll Lesnar. I don't till, care at this we'll point. We'll get him till Mania. I just Somebody hope, needs I hope, to beat this man. Whoever it is, I hope it's a multi-man match because of the points that we're saying yeah. for Brock. So yeah. I think, I think it would be more fun, more interesting if there was more guys than one than well, one-on-one. Let's let Brock fight in the UFC first with, with, with the WWE belt. Then he can drop it. I feel like... I just want him to drop it at this point. It's a, at the, it uh, look, they're going to make a lot of money doing that. But I think that's a really bad look. You think so? If it makes us look like a joke. If no, 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 no. If Brock goes in there and dominates, like that's awesome. But if he you goes, think he's gonna win this UFC fight? Well, what I'm saying is, if he goes in there and, and you know takes a beating from Daniel Cormier, what does that do for the WWE? I hope he loses. Look bad. I hate UFC. I no, hope, because I then Cormier he could come back him. and he could drop the title easily, and then just take a time off. No, but what I'm saying is. I, Outside of storyline, in the actual in the real world, that makes the WWE look real bad. That happened with his no, last fight. If with, no, it doesn't. It, Everybody knows that WWE's fake. But he's holding the belt up. He's like promoting them, and then he loses. Yeah, he's promoting, and that it's not a good look if he doesn't. If he's he's got to win. WWE, WWE covered season. covered the last fight hard. Like they were like live tweeting. Like yeah. as he was winning, he won, and they like congratulations, Brock Lesnar. And if so, he doesn't win, it's a problem for the WWE. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Let's just take the belt off and we won't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's not happening. No, if he comes yeah. back like the night after the fight and then just like, because he's so injured, somebody comes out and just beats a him up. A Monday Night Raw? Yeah. A match? Yeah. Brock Lesnar? Sure. What's the last time that happened? I don't think that's ever happened. <laughs> he's fought SmackDown before. I don't know. Raw? That's wild. All right, you know what? <laughs> we got a couple more weeks of the year. 
and then we'll be freshly into Royal Rumble season. Mania, Road to WrestleMania will be kicked off. It's gotta get through this month. We'll get more yeah. into it. This month is the worst. We got a show next week, TLC, and we haven't even finished the rest of this great Raw. <laughs> so, so we'll move it on. Yep. I enjoyed this. This was a great discussion. This is what we needed. I feel that fire's back. But let's, but let's bring it back. So a lot now, of hot takes. So, oh, well, the hottest here, the hottest story of the week, Drake Maverick pinned Bobby Roode. Yes. Love it. <laughs> I was Why hoping, do you love I, I, I was hoping we'd skip Why? over this, but yeah. Let's, Why do you, let's, let's hear it, Clem. Let's hear it, Clem. I like it because they're just so funny. They keep teasing how funny, like, this Drake little, little Drake Maverick thing. or uh, what's, What was his name on uh, TNA? Rockstar Spud is named Rockstar TNA. Spud. I like Drake... that name better, first of all. It's a great name. Um, but this is funny, too, because now... It's funny in a way where it's just like you built up Bobby Roode and now he's just losing to Drake Maverick. And then you see Baron Corbin in the back. Oh, it's a three-on-one match now. Go out there. It's not funny. It's stupid. It's funny because it's it's stupid, and that's why I love it. I I thought you were saying it's funny because it's funny. You didn't think it's funny. (laughs) No, it's funny because it's stupid. No, I agree now. Let's reel it in. I enjoy this because Drake Maverick is getting a chance to wrestle. Wrestle? I don't know if that was wrestling. No, it wasn't. But, yeah, if you look at the results, it's Drake Maverick beat Bobby Roode. This week could potentially see Drake Maverick wrestle a little bit. Bobby Roode was one of the best NXT champions, and they ruined it. They made him a face. He came up and he did nothing. Here's why I dislike this, and it's not even anything about Bobby Roode. Yeah, that's an issue. That's a big issue. That's the biggest issue. It's an issue. I I think we're past that issue. It's an issue. Exactly. We're past that issue. Bobby Roode is 40 years old. If they were going to do something with him, they would have. He's not in the plans. They're not. They haven't. It won't. I'm over it. Yep. But the issue here is that, yeah, some of this stuff is funny, whether it's funny funny or Clem's stupid funny, whatever it is, <laughs> it takes away from the aura of AOP. It, like, Drake, because Drake Maverick, their manager, is turning into a comedy It act. makes him fun. A, a joke, exactly. By default... AOP may turn into that as well. well that's that's the whole thing with with the Raw Tag Division is like if you're not funny, you're not over. So like that's the whole thing. So yeah. like if you're not putting on good comedic segment segments on Raw like the New Day because that's what they're famous for, then you're not you're not going to yeah, be champion. Yeah, but the New Day backed it up in the ring every single night. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you could back it up and be funny is is what they're looking for apparently. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how much I I don't know how much I agree with that. Name a successful tag reign on Raw in the past two years that wasn't the New Day. Sheamus and Cesaro. They were funny. Comedic tag team. Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. A little bit. They Bray, were funny. Bray, that one I'll give Andrew Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. The Hardy Boys came back. Gallows and Anderson a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah they're for su- like... Successful. Yeah, no, a fair. Month. Yeah, they don't really go with serious guys. They don't go with serious what are you guys. About? They had, they had. The they most, can't do it. This past summer, they had the most serious tag team come out of the woodwork and win those titles in Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. There you go. It's a point. Then you go to SmackDown. <laughs> the Usos are like the best guys. They're serious. And, yeah, well, and that's and you know what? It's real funny because the Usos' whole career on Raw. Not to say they weren't serious, but they were. You know, the face paint, the chanting, they were doing all that stuff. It's like I said, y'all say it was lighthearted. Exactly. They go to SmackDown, they got that edge. Now, now you look at them and you say, wow, this New Day Usos feud these past couple years is going to go down in history. Yeah. Before that, yeah, it was, uh, they're fun for the kids. That's, that's what the tag division on Raw is. But the tag division on SmackDown is they incorporate that funniness and that comedic 
you know, relief in the tag team division, and they make it good. It works. It I, works. The, they're having a rap battle on Tuesday. But the reason really? oh, we they're will having get, a rap battle. Oh, I, I didn't know that. That's we'll, we'll get that into that in just a moment. But the reason that that works is because you have the three best tag teams, possibly in the world. On SmackDown in the New Day, the Usos, Correct. Sheamus, and Cesaro. Which is why Raw Tag Division needs something else. No, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm saying you can't sit here and say, oh, well, the Raw Tag Division, you know, they have to be funny, and they have to also be able to in, back in it up. In WWE's no, eyes. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. So what you're saying is that, you know, we have all these tag teams that need to do both of these things. No, they don't need to do both of those things. That's just the bar that's been set. Yeah, right. That's by what I'm saying. Yeah. The three teams now on SmackDown because they were capable of doing that. The rest and of this roster may not be capable of doing that, but because of the bar that has been set, that's why the Raw Tag Division may be floundering. Correct. All right. So this rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe it was July 4th, 2017. We're going to bring it up. The Usos and the New Day had a rap battle. Wale was the moderator, and it was absolutely fantastic. It's incredible. Amazing. It was the segment. And they got to the get these comedy things in before SmackDown goes to Fox because they're not going to like that. It was the segment of the year last year, and now we're getting the bar versus the Usos, and the New Day are moderating. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. That'll be really good. You know what? It- Sheamus and Cesaro trying to rap is going to remind us of like when Kurt Angle and Big Show try to rap against John Cena. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's a very good possibility, but I think that Sheamus and Cesaro are so good together. They play off each other. They play off their opponents so well on the microphone. I think that they're going to be able to pull something together. It'll be funny. It'll it'll be yeah, great. exactly. No matter how bad segment. or good it'll be, it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be great See, to watch. That's the kind of funny that I'm looking for. Yeah. Something that makes sense. And I can believe it, and it's not going to end up looking like awful on Raw. End up looking like awful. I, you know, I, I can't say, I, I I can't say words on the, on the air. <laughs> no, that's fair. You know what I mean? Good thing you're on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Word, <laughs> words are hard. Words are hard. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. So anyway, <laughs> David, Clem, that right there, a statement like that, is why my uncle doesn't like oh you. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know what? Me and your uncle got some beef right now, you know? So, right. bef- before we go to break, <laughs> my uncle Dan, known as the Totten, the biggest fan of the Phenomenal Forum since day one, we come back this year. I say, hey, we got a new episode out. He says, who's this third guy? I don't even think this guy's capable of bringing you coffee. Wow. <laughs> and for weeks, I've backed you up. <laughs> no, about me, though. No, he likes you. All right, good. I, I'm new also. What about me? He prefers you to Clem. <laughs> okay, that's that, something. <laughs> Thank you. So Thanks, Unc. The, the whole th- it's yeah, I, I, I've backed you up for weeks. No, he's good. He, he brings up great points. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, we, we can't have that. We can't have that on your <laughs> podcast. So, Uncle Dan, if you're listening, Chris isn't too happy with it. Who knows what he's going to do? You know, I bring a comedic aspect to the show. He's like the raw with tag good division. Points. He's the with raw, he's tag, like division. The raw <laughs> tag division. Yeah, I'll tell you what. My uncle's my uncle's probably listening right now. He definitely is. I know for a fact. Next week we'll get him on the horn. You two, you two will go at it. We'll see what happens. Settle the beef. Nonetheless, <laughs> we're going to step aside for another break. When we come back, we'll get into the rest of Raw. We'll get into SmackDown and what, everything else that went on in this great week of professional wrestling. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum here on MyWCWP.org. You're listening to the Phenomenal Forum. 
Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Phenomenal Forum. Matt Weinstein, Andrew Servideo, Mark Sanger, Chris Klimazuski here with you on MyWCWP.org. One final segment to talk about on Raw, the ongoing feud between Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. Dean Ambrose comes out with that fur coat, the gas mask. What do you guys think of this? It looked like Marty Scurll. I thought he looked like Bane. Yeah, I saw Bane also. That's where Marty Scurll gets his character well, from. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just, Chris doesn't watch 205 Live. You think he knows Marty Scurll. Anyway. <laughs> Marty Scurll isn't on 205 no, Live. No, I know that. I'm saying he doesn't know one. You think he knows the uh, other. Yeah, you're right. Anyway. Yeah, Dean comes out. This new edge. I dig it. Beats down Seth Rollins again. Not much to it. You liked it? Yeah. It's better than him calling out the crowd and calling them losers. It's better than that. Him getting vaccinations. That's it's better yeah. than that. Being, uh, that was being a comedy heel. Again, raw with the comedy. Not not nailing it for me. Yeah. Uh, another thing here, we have Dean versus Seth next week at TLC. Is there still no stipulation on this match? Not to this point. It's, no. uh, It'll probably well, be no it's for the title. It'll probably be no DQ. Or no, it's, it's a ladder match for the title, isn't it? Is it ladder? Oh, no. Is it a ladder? I want it to be a ladder yeah, match. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. No, it's solely for the Intercontinental title at this point. It should be. That. That's like, come on, TLC pay-per-view, do it. That match doesn't need a stipulation, but it'd be a lot more fun if it had one. G- give it give it a ladder <laughs> match. That's the Intercontinental thing. Yeah, yeah it's, just a, it's just a single And And uh, they're the, the face of the poster. It's the two of them. So I'm guessing Is it that, really? I'm guessing they're, it's probably a ladder it match then. It has to be a ladder match then. If it's, they're on the poster. It's not Daniel Bryan AJ. I saw the poster. If they haven't announced it now, then I don't think they will. One of those two matches should be a ladder match. You know what should be a ladder match? And again, we're going back to SmackDown now. That the tag team match on SmackDown, that should be a ladder that match. That triple threat, yeah, that that could be, be a cool. great ladder match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What kind of triple? It's do they also like tag each other in? Is it that kind of triple threat? I don't. No, like I, I hate those. Tornado. Okay, tornado. That's I like, that'll well, be good. No, I don't. I don't want it to be a tornado either. I prefer the matches where. Yeah, it's a tag match. Everyone's on the apron, but three guys yeah, are in the ring. Yeah, that makes sense. Two and you can tag Why would you tag in someone that's yeah. not on your team? It doesn't make any sense. That, uh, that triple threat match that they had on SmackDown was incredible. Yeah, it was Jey Uso beating Cesaro and Xavier Woods. When Cesaro did the swing and and had Xavier Woods on Amazing. his back. I marked out. I texted you guys immediately. I was like, this, Cesaro's a god. You forget that he's, he's so like, strong. He's, he's the strongest man he's in WWE. He's pound for pound the strongest guy. You forget that. Yeah. And when he does stuff like this... Oh, wow. It's crazy. No wonder we love this guy. No wonder we wish he could do more. Anyways, you know, we'll move it on to SmackDown. Becky Lynch is back. She's defending the SmackDown women's title in a triple threat TLC match between Charlotte and Asuka. Wow. Can't wait. It's going to steal the show, I think. I think it should be the main event of the show. I think that if AJ versus Daniel Bryan isn't a a ladder match or something... It should be the main then, event. Then, yeah, this should be the main event. Yeah, 100%. This is going to be incredible. And not only are we getting this match next week, free TV, Tuesday night, Charlotte versus Asuka again. Yeah, WrestleMania rematch. Did you see how over Becky Lynch was? Yeah, oh. I've seen it. This past- yeah, this, a- no, this week is <laughs> No, I know. <laughs> Yo, Becky Lynch came out, and the crowd went yeah. nuts. She literally didn't even, like beat up anybody or say much she literally just held the title stood out there the crowd went nuts for her yep she's the man she's the best she's, she's the, the man. man that's for sure i loved uh how she, she walked out mid promo too the, the three girls were talking and then she was like all right i'm done here she's she walked out and charlotte's like oh you're gonna leave now you're gonna let your champion leave and she just didn't even turn back she just kept going and like, the, the, the crowd the crowd loved that's it. it that's all you need she's oh amazing she's incredibly amazing work it's, great it's, job becky lynch great job smackdown world they got it right it did. That's for sure. Another did it right. big thing for me with the triple threat match, I can see any of them winning. 
Yes. I could too. It's very believable. Which is kind of crazy because, like, you'd think, like, oh, Becky's the most over, but, like, with all the Ronda stuff, like, speculation and stuff, any one of the three could win. Now, here, do you, now, if Becky wins, where do you see who you think challenges next for the title then? On SmackDown? It'd probably be one on one with Asuka. You think Asuka? Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that, yeah. That makes sense. Or do you then, think uh, Charlotte? Because, like, the last two times, I mean, I feel like they can continue both ways. But for Charlotte, I think though, because the last two matches they had, it's going to be they haven't t- had a single. Or yeah, it's not a regular right. regular singles match. It's been a TLC match and a no disqualification match. Yeah, it'll either be Asuka or Mandy Rose slash Sonya Deville. Oh, because I they pinned them, they pinned yeah. uh, Charlotte. I'm all for the Mandy Rose push. <laughs> I, I'm all for the the. Uh, Sonya Deville push, not, the, yeah, not, for that not so much the I'm Mandy more Rose. so on the Sonya Deville side of things. Sonya Deville, as uh, she could, she could do it. She could do it in the ring. She's good. They're uh, gonna stay together, right? The two of them are kind of like. No, they're gonna break off. Who knows? So, it seemed like they were gonna like Easily. break, and they kind of like Easily, came back. So now we'll move it on. Two incredible segments after that on SmackDown. We'll skip over the first one that we'll talk about a little bit. That's Miss TV. But first, Randy Orton beats Jeff Hardy, and then Samoa Joe pops up on the Titan Drop. Titantron at a bar <laughs> talking about how, you know, know your limits, drink responsibly, calling out Jeff Hardy for all of his past problems. Samoa Joe, a heel, getting drink responsibly over. <laughs> Unreal. Samoa Joe's great. I'm surprised that they're doing this. I, I know Jeff doesn't care. Jeff's, I'm sure Jeff's like pushing it, like, yeah, do it. It's going to be great. But like, I'm surprised they got the okay to do this stuff. I'm surprised they're going as far as they have been. Yeah. That's the thing. But Every again, week they've been pushing that limit more and more too. It's and Samoa Joe, Jeff Hardy will be great. Yeah, is that ma- that match isn't on TLC yet? No, I don't think it probably won't be. It you, probably won't you know, be. Yeah. Speaking of that, I looked at the card today. There's only three ma- SmackDown matches. I was just thinking, and there's it's six Raw matches. The three SmackDown matches are the three championship matches, and Raw has the IC title, the women's title. And then the tables match with Natalia and Ruby Riot, Elias Lashley, Balor McIntyre, and those are Strowman versus yeah, and Strowman wow. versus McIntyre. So Raw is so and Strowman versus Baron Corbin. So oversaturated, and the problem is like I'm a, I fear for this card. It'll probably be really good, but it feels like Raw. Like when you look at it, it's like <laughs> yeah, that's what I six thought. of the nine matches all the are Raw time matches. that happens. I know, but they're the regular matches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's one of those pay-per-views where it just seems like an episode of Raw. Like, Finn vs. Drew is going to be really good, but we've seen it. Yeah. Elias and Bobby Lash is going to be probably good, but we've seen it. Like, these are all matches we've seen. You know I'm going to call it now? This card's going to stink. Think so? Gonna be, I don't think so. I think it is. I think the SmackDown matches will be good. Oh, I think yeah. So. That's, what, that, that's what's going to carry this card, I think. that those, The SmackDown matches and the Ronda Nia ma- match, I think. Well, there's three uh, lock matches that are going to be great in this. You know what I mean? Match. There's three matches that like cannot disappoint. Correct. So for that, I can't see the card being bad. I think this is going to be a really good card, yeah, regardless of good. how many Raw to SmackDown matches. This is going to be a great card. I don't see it. I don't know, but you have Charlotte it's Oscar. It's going to be a long show. You have Charlotte Oscar Becky. Will be great. Yeah, that'll be great. Rollins Ambrose, depending on how they finish it, It'll be good. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's some weird finish to keep this going, but it's, it'll be good enough. Daniel Bryan AJ is going to be great. The SmackDown tag triple threat, that's going to be great. Then the rest of it, hit or miss, you have those three, four matches that delivered, you're going home happy. The only thing I'm saying is, though, because we've seen Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, we've seen Elias, Bobby Lashley, we've seen Nia ver- I mean, Natalia versus Ruby Riot. It's, it's not appeasing. You think Balor busts out the demon paint? 
No. No. Not for I TLC. Don't, I don't think so either. Well, we said that for SummerSlam, and then he did. Yeah, that's SummerSlam. That was one of the he was, also, he was also wrestling Baron Corbin, and it didn't matter because he this was, was going to win no matter what. Does that Drew McIntyre That was just matter. to get the pop. It was like, oh, that's, my God. But it's like you just said, that was at SummerSlam. SummerSlam is one of the big four things. So if he were to do this at the Royal Rumble, then yeah. Do you think uh, Renee Young gets involved? Being, it seems like it. They keep, she, they keep it. going to her, and she was very frustrated this time. I she, want more. She was Renee like, Young involved. Corey, I don't know like, what you want from me. I don't have the answers. He's my husband. Yeah. Like they, they keep pushing it on her. Do you think she gets involved with the storyline? I don't know if it's at TLC. I wouldn't be surprised to see more involvement on this next episode. If Seth of like Raw. tries going through the announcer table and like Renee tries to stop her, maybe grabs his leg or something, something. distracts him. Claim you're raising your hand again. What's yes. Up? Oh, question. Now the. <laughs> we have nine matches on the card right now. The tenth match being the mixed match challenge final. Now, considering that it's the semifinals next week, and Finn Balor, we already think Finn Balor and Bailey are going to beat Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox. But do you think they're yeah, going to bet good money on that? <laughs> yeah, but then if that's the case, then then they'll have Balor in two matches. Then, that's so you, true. you think they'll do that? I don't know. That's a good point. I, I didn't know the, the stipulation. It. It's number 30 in the Rumble? For where? Yeah, they yeah, yeah. I haven't been following this at all. I had no yeah, idea what was going yeah. on. We found out about this like last week or the week before. I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, oh, that's, so, yeah. that's something. Yeah. So now if Finn Balor wins he's and he gets number duty. 30, he's going to be Demon Balor number 30, and he might win. Yeah, but uh, see, That's really why cool. Balor's my pick. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Well, what's the other semifinal match of the Mixed Match Challenge? The Miz and Asuka versus R-Truth and Carmella. <laughs> so, it's, right. so it's either Miz and Asuka or Finn Balor and... Um, Bailey. Bailey. But the thing, the one I was say, just trying to say is, do you really think they're going to have Finn Balor on, in two matches on that card, yeah, though? Yeah, he's a workhorse. And you could say the same about Asuka. Yeah, Asuka's also. In that match oh, true, yeah. The triple threat TLC. Oh, my. That'll be interesting. So when are those semifinal matches this week? Uh, yeah, next uh, on whatever the 11th is. Oh, yeah. they, they could do that. They could do that like seven o'clock. The mixed match and do like Finn's match like ten. You know, they, they could space it out. Give him a break. Yeah. Honestly, it won't well, surprise me if it's on the pre-show. Probably right. Yeah, it could be. All right, so we'll move it on to the final segment of SmackDown. This is my, you know, take of the week. This is the best thing we've seen all week. Best thing we've seen in a while in pro wrestling. Daniel Bryan on Miz TV as the new Daniel Bryan, just belittling. All of the fans, <laughs> the line was perfect. I kicked one man in the groin one time, but you, but basically telling everybody else that you people are just absolute abominations your entire life by drinking from plastic water bottles, but eating meat, eating meat, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> vegan dinner, Brian. Everything <laughs> on SmackDown, everything about it, just perfectly bringing together the, you know, I'm better than you because I'm green. Yeah, dude, is abs- out of this world. When he shut down the what chance, that was amazing. Called him sheep. Yeah, that and was he's so like, good. they're saying a joke from twenty years ago that's not funny anymore. <laughs> amazing. I think I think my favorite part of it, which I hated at first, but really grew on me, is the fickle. Fickle. Chance. Yeah, fickle. I knew you were gonna say that. Fickle. <laughs> change your fickle next week. Fickle. <laughs> I dig it, and I dig it. The best part about it is what I talked about last week is that the Miz doesn't have to change any sort of stance, any part of his beliefs that he's had for the past eight years, <laughs> he could say, you know, I've been saying this about Daniel Bryan all along. Look, I'm right. Daniel Bryan doesn't, uh, excuse me, The Miz doesn't necessarily need to be a babyface. No. He can just do what he's doing. 
because Daniel Bryan is playing it to the absolute extreme. And that was it's, a, a, it's a weird uh, heel versus heel situation, and I like it. That was the whole promo, too. He was like, are you this way because of me? Because of what I said to you? And first he said yes. And then he's like, no. And then for anyone else, it might not have worked, but this was perfect. Like, Daniel Bryan killed Nailed it. It was amazing. He's so, so good. And I've, you know, I've been waiting for this heel turn for years. We finally get it. Not only do we have it, he's playing the heel to AJ Styles' baby face. And we're going to get that match next week at TLC again. And there's no stipulation involved. Sign me up. Not at the moment, no. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. I can watch those guys wrestle for yeah. days. Yeah, for sure. So now, again, we talked We talked about Raw for like a half hour. Listen. And just... Smackdown, <laughs> great show. Great show. It's always yeah. great. Show. Because that's all we need to say. Well we done, took, Smackdown. We're, we're Go Smackdown. Raw, we're picking, well done. We're picking Raw to pieces. Jelly good show. But to Smackdown, it's this was real good, this was real good, this was real good, we loved this. All right, next. It's it's ridiculous. Andrew, if you remember when we were doing the Survivor Series, we're like, oh, SmackDown's the best, man. Go SmackDown. It is. And, Go SmackDown. And it got swept. I'll still say so, yeah, it. Yeah, thanks, man. Hey, listen. Appreciate you. I'll still say SmackDown. Go SmackDown. Yeah, so uh, I'm Love right it. there with Love you. Love that show. Just Great show. Tune in every week. We got 7-0'd. We got I uh, get mad when I have six, to miss SmackDown. We got 6-1'd. Come six, on. 6-1'd. I know. Unreal. Xavier would be real a- Ask Stephanie. Ask, ask Baron Corbin. Didn't that. make any sense. All right. So now... <laughs> Oh no, Clem's face palming. What's going oh, on? Oh no, something about the Jets. I'm just sorry. Right. <laughs> I don't care. See, he's not even paying attention to the show. So because you know, because we already know. This is why his Raw uncle hates stinks. You. Raw stinks. SmackDown is good, and NXT is the god of all the wrestling shows. All right, we'll move it on to NXT. Then the last <laughs> five minutes of NXT, great this week. It was Aleister Black and Tommaso Ciampa in the ring, little promo battle back and forth, and Tommaso Ciampa and excuse me, Aleister Black. Wants to invoke his rematch clause against Tommaso Ciampa. He said, I beat Johnny Gargano. I, I didn't want my title match. And then Gargano comes out. Guns a-blazing. Gets in the face of Aleister Black. And slowly but surely, Tommaso Ciampa just starts backpedaling and walks out of the ring. This this was. Did you guys see this? Yeah, I did. This was so, so good. And the way Tommaso Ciampa kind of just, you know, weaseled his way into saying, like, hey, you know... Your match was so great. You guys, you know, really you put each other through hell. But the only thing that was missing was that cage that they had that night. Johnny Gargano's like, oh, you want a steel cage? All right, we'll do this in a steel Let's cage match. Yeah. This is so great. So now we're going to get Johnny I don't know when exactly. I think it's in two, two, weeks. two weeks. Johnny Gargano versus Aleister Black. In a steel cage match, is this a number one contenders match? No, I, w- I think uh, I, I think they're all both going to get added to the to the title match. I, but see, I don't think as much as I love Johnny Gargano, I don't think he deserves the title match right now. He keeps he's on a huge losing. He keeps streak. losing, right? He keeps losing. Alistair Black, on the other hand, he lost his title. He beat Gargano at uh, War Games, and he he rightfully deserves the title again. Uh, a title shot against Ciampa. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. But again, I I wouldn't be surprised on paper. Yeah. The plan for NXT TakeOver Phoenix the night before the Rumble is to have Tommaso Ciampa defend the title against Aleister Black, but I wouldn't be surprised if we get the triple threat match with Johnny Gargano because we were supposed to get it at Brooklyn in August. That that match is still money. Oh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be TakeOver is going to be the better show again, <laughs> potentially. Well, that's that's what we usually get. The general consensus. That, yeah. <laughs> nonetheless, so we got a couple minutes left. We touched upon it a little bit. Mark brought it up. Totally jumped the gun with that John Cena thing. I know. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, 
Where do where do you guys see if you had to pick right now, where do you guys see the top matches at WrestleMania come this April? The top three matches. Give you a universal title, a WWE title, and maybe some sort of other main event with no title involved. What do you guys got? Um I already said my my uh SmackDown title, my uh WWE title, it was Miz versus AJ versus Daniel Bryan. I don't know who will have the title at that point. Um on SmackDown on the Raw end with the Universal title, you'll see uh, Lesnar versus. I'm gonna go on a limb and say Balor. Lesnar versus Finn Balor. All right, I yeah I said. Talk about underdogs right there. I'd like that. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool underdog. Would be cool. Probably not gonna happen. Probably not. (laughs) I came out. I you guys know it. It's Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. One of those guys between The Miz and McIntyre wins the Rumble. The other just gets himself booked into that match. You got money. You got money with those two matches, that's for sure. I like all of those ideas. <laughs> I think all those ideas are great, but it's it's sad to see that we're not going to see any of them. Except for my John Except Cena idea. Maybe De- <laughs> you didn't like that Except one. for maybe Dan and Brian Miz. So where do you see them going, Andrew? Uh, they're probably going to do Braun Strowman Lesnar again. Singles? Yeah. Oh, I would hate that's that. going to happen. There's so many other guys. Yep, well. It's a shame. What do you think Drew does? Nothing. Nothing. Now, <laughs> Nothing. So here's, Go for the Intercontinental at uh, most. Here's, here's how we'll, we'll end this show today. Braun Strowman's been out the past couple weeks. Got got the elbow surgery. Is anybody else kind of just stale on Braun Strowman the same way I am? I'm just stale with Raw. And Braun Strowman's a part of Raw. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. That's a fair take. I don't think it's Braun's fault. I think. It's not Braun's fault because Braun's awesome. The show was booked around Braun. Roman and like on the side it was booked around Braun, but it was mainly around Focused on Roman, and now... The show's not good. But my issue is having to build the show around one person. So... It's a mistake, but they did it. And the idea with Brock Lesnar is, oh, well, who's going to beat Brock Lesnar? He's going to be champion forever. And you have the same concept with a Braun Strowman. Like, Braun Strowman can't lose to anybody. Except Brock Lesnar. So if you... Right. So if you then have him beat Brock Lesnar... You're ba- everyone says, oh, well, you, they should have put the title on Braun. They should have put the title on Braun. But you're back to square one. No, the we're only, not, actually. The only because... difference is that, yeah, the title's on Raw every week yeah. with Strowman, but nobody's beaten him. So it doesn't matter. No, they could build somebody up to beat him if they keep him on Raw, if they keep the title on Raw. McIntyre could beat him. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, McIntyre like, or Balor could beat Braun It's believable. Strowman. I would prefer to see... Or Elias. I, yeah, but I'd prefer to see the title go straight to one of those guys instead of having to give it to Braun Strowman to have another... Lengthy title reign. Lengthy title run of the big monster and who's going to beat him. Nobody can beat it's him. It's overplayed. We, we I don't think it. he's going to keep it for that long. I think they're just going to keep it. Because like, you see these big guys like this. Like, Did Big Show ever hold the title for that long? No. So, same case in point. He's, he's the same thing as the Big Show, essentially. He's just a monster, and, and he wants to be a champion. And then he's going to hold that title for maybe two weeks, and then he's going to drop it to whoever it is, probably McIntyre. I just really want to see Drew McIntyre beat Brock Lesnar. That's the That'd move. Be dope. That's the way to go. <laughs> That'd be dope. It's the way to go. Not gonna happen. Not even but it'd close. be dope. Any, any last second thoughts? Um, Matt Riddle on NXT. Did you see him fight uh, newcomer? Punishment Martinez. Punishment Martinez. That's right. Very cool. I I don't know who Punishment Martinez was, but then I watched uh, back a couple of matches on the Indies. Very good wrestler. Yeah, he's I'm like a very athletic uh, Baron Corbin. That yeah, I I said the same thing. Watched that match. I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see all the Matt Riddle. It Matt Riddle's good. great. Love Matt Riddle. Just the last thought. Don't sleep on John Cena. <laughs> all right. How could you forget him? The franchise. John C- exactly. That's for sure. Nonetheless, 
We're going to step aside. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. This has been the Phenomenal Forum here on mywcwp.org.